Hello everybody and welcome once again to The Brink, The Brink Alicia's most excitingly awesome podcast this side of the Pacific and we can tell you that we are actually on a different side of the Pacific, we're in the middle of the Pacific actually, we are in Hawaii officially and uh, you can probably hear a lot of background noise going on and that is because uh, recording this from the very exciting occasion that is the 4th of July and we are down right at the beach front area in Honolulu Uh, and this is the main park festivities for the 4th of July fireworks and you can probably hear a lot of cracking noises around me and that's because those little white dots that you might remember from your childhood where the kids throw them on the ground seem to be the norm here so they're happening all over the place but it's definitely been uh, an exciting time in Hawaii you heard a little bit about my time from Hawaii last week and uh, now uh, given that the trip is very much coming to a close it's been a little bit more interesting in terms of experiences checked out Pearl Harbor during this trip as well as uh, downtown Honolulu and obviously now having to try and see how these 4th of July fireworks go and the fascinating thing about this right now is actually trying to find a viewing point because there is like a fence blocking off the air and it seems like there's a VIP area down there at the moment and there's a truck driving around with a bunch of American flags on it because why not why not indeed it certainly is uh very fascinating to be able to experience this walking around Honolulu walking around Waikiki Beach and getting to see all the different uh, patriotic things that people do here it's very different to Australia Day very much so and uh, definitely something that I feel Australia could learn a little bit more about but I'm excited to see how these fireworks go obviously you're going to see them when it comes to the Brink Unleashed 7 and you'll see a lot more experiences when it comes to that so Exciting times here in Honolulu, exciting times for episode 33 of the Briggs Rebooted Brinkalicious podcast. And a big happy 4th of July to everybody out there listening this week. As you know, each week we like to bring you a classic live performance from the history of the show. And this time we are going back to the year 2014. We had a singer-songwriter in the studio called Dash, and they performed a song called Dig. So let's hear that right now. Got to dig, dig, dig 
got to find the people that apparently are regulars and like to talk to us a lot. And one of those people is uh, the man with the plan. I don't know what that plan is, but he's a man at least, uh, Samuel McCrossin. Hello, Sam. It's been it's been a while. Hello, Ben. It has been a while. Did you think you've been away for a while? Did you think I'd still be here when you got back? No. I thought you would have grown into a butterfly and flown really? to New Zealand. Flown away, done yeah. something else. Yeah. Yes. I've noticed you've uh, grown into wearing flannel now. I so. have grown into wearing flannel, actually. <laughs> yes, I've got three of these shirts recently. Right. Big is, W. Is that just because uh, you could or you thought, well, it's winter, so I could... That or have you turned into a bogan? They're practical. They're, They're practical. practical. They are, yeah. Uh, I think I think they're about seven dollars each. Okay, right. Um, they're warm. Yep. Um, easy to clean. Yep. Doesn't matter if you get them dirty. No. <laughs> paint okay. on them or something like that, because you know, you just throw them out and get another one. Yep. 
Yeah, you know, so they're like I don't know. They're like the everyman shirt. They're like the hand wipes of shirts. <laughs> shirts. Now you mentioned if it's cold, well, I mean they're warm. I mean I've been away, and uh, obviously you know I'm a fan of the uh, the cold weather. So I'm I'm actually really enjoying this weather since I've returned back. But uh, has it been a cold last few weeks? I've been seeing a lot of people complaining about it on social media. I've been on beaches. So yeah, well actually I, I hadn't thought it was too bad actually. Right. And it, but um, I I. Built a house to protect myself against the cold. Oh, you built like a house so when I've been away. Another one. <laughs> it's got it's got all the insulation and double glazing and everything to keep me warm. Now are you, you're not a fan of cold weather, are you? You like you no. like the warm. Are you are you a beach person or just you like the warm? I just like the warm. So yeah. you don't yeah. you don't necessarily like going to the beach and no no no. You don't. You don't, I don't see you as a beach man. No, I'm I'm not a big beach goer. Is Jess a beach girl? Is uh, your wife Jess a beach lady? A bit. A bit. Not that much. What, a bit. What about Hillary and Hazel? Have they taken to the sand? Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't think Hazel's been to the beach. Have you taken them to the beach? beach? Sure. I don't think Hazel's been to the beach ever. Right, well. It's funny to say that about someone, isn't it? Yeah. Never been to the She's beach. never been to the beach. It's one of those things where like, people say, like, I remember my um, my aunties who are younger than me. I remember one time they came to Hobart. They'd never seen snow before, so we took them up the mountain. It is a weird thing, and like you meet outrageous. you meet people in America who have never seen the ocean before because they live in the middle of the country where there's you know no such thing as the ocean. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, it, it's it's incredible to think these people. If, if people are listening to this, I mean, you may never seen or maybe you've never heard a good podcast before. That's why you listen to the Brink. So probably, I mean, that's a that's a thought process. That's right. Imagine that, you, yeah, you know, an adult and you've never seen the sea. No, what's something you've never seen? Perhaps. Oh well, what have I never seen? Um, Geelong have a good game this year, or? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> How are the cats going, Sam? I've sort of paying attention to the scores while I've been away. I haven't been able to watch anything while I've mm-hmm. obviously been away, but they're still what third on the ladder. So that's pretty decent. They had an appalling month. Uh, coming that uh, that might have been just before you went, or okay. about the time you went. Yep. Terrible. Yeah, I was feeling very bad about that, and well, they're plugging away. Are you, I mean, are you satisfied? Third on the ladder? I mean, that's decent. I mean, top four. That's I mean, yeah. they're one of the premiership favourites. So. Yes, I don't think they'll win it, though. No? But Who do you think again, will win? Is it GWS still? Or? Oh, I think GWS. Yeah. Just. But every team has a knock on them. There's something wrong with every team this year. Well, it's, it's a very interesting year, isn't it? Well, we Carlton win it? Well, I mean, we're going to make the finals first, Sam. I mean, as we're recording this right now, uh, we're, what, a point ahead of Melbourne. So, um, who knows? But it's, I mean, I think they, I was watching it last night and they were saying everyone from like, I think, fourth down to about 13th or 14th has a realistic chance of making the finals. Um, that's right. I mean, obviously, first one, two, and three will make the finals. I mean, not to discount that, but I mean, that's, it's an incredible year. I think they were basically saying only, uh, Brisbane, North Melbourne, Carlton, and the Gold Coast, around uh, about the probably won't make it. So interesting. Someone I saw a tweet. Someone posted a tweet a day or two ago, and showing the ladder, and saying this can still happen. And this was that every team can still finish on forty four points. Wow. So, like, everyone would have won 11 games, basically. and 11 games, Because that's generally yes. the cutoff. They say you win 11, you make the finals, essentially, really, isn't it? Like, that's yes. around about there. Separated on percentage. And the guy had the, the Hawks uh, right down the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's incredible. Like, what is it about this year, Sam? What's happened in AFL this year that it's been such an up-and-down season? Uh, it's, it's been crazy. I think it's just one out of the blue. Are you enjoying it? Do you think it's a good thing? Or do you, do you like a bit more consistency where it's a bit, you know, easier to, to predict, I guess? 
No, no, I like my sport unpredictable. You like your unpredictable oh, yes. sport. Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah, well, it's it's definitely uh, an interesting take on how it will be. And um, look, who knows if Carlton beat Melbourne. By the time people are listening to this, they would know the answer to that. But, uh, you know, we're mathematically still able to. I don't think we will. I, I have no expectations of finals this year. I never did. Mm-hmm. But uh, as long as we don't finish last, which I guess is probably looking like it won't happen. Carlton go win the Premiership this year. Imagine if they did. I'm telling you. I mean, the, the Dogs won it last year. Who was predicting the Dogs would win it last well, year? Well, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. Uh, anything else you want to report on, Sam? I mean, anything exciting happened in the last... What, Mona just want to build a new thing sticking oh, over the water? Yes. You're an architect by trade. Oh, uh, yes. What do you yes. think of the building? Yeah, just do it. Just do it? Get it done. <laughs> yeah. It's the David Walsh planning, though, isn't it? Like, anything in this city, just David Walsh, you know? I swear they could come up with, like, the pedophile dungeon for children by <laughs> David Walsh, and there'd be somebody in Hobart, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, no, that would be valuable for this city. Just just brand it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah. David Walsh, yeah. you know? Anything oh, that he yeah. does, you know, the David Walsh poo machine is a thing, so, I mean, yeah. you know? Well, that's a quick question for you. Uh Dark Mofo happened miles away. Did you yes. did you see Dark Mofo? Or did yes, I mi- did you... I miss out on anything? Did you see the slaughtering of that cow? No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see that. I went for a little look, but had the had the children with us. So right. That um, you know, put some constraints on things. Was was there was there some helicopter that flew over the city or something and blasted lights or something? Did I did I read that correctly? No, I can't. I can't recall that. Yeah. I remember lots of lights though. Okay. I mean, Funny you sounds. Know, you go to the other side of the world and you don't really pay too much attention to what's happening back in. No, well, that's right. Hobart. But I built a cubby house. Did you? Oh, nice for yes. yourself. No, 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 no. Right. children. <laughs> oh, right. Well, you know, you can never have a, you know, be too old for a cubby house, I say. So no, well, no. But the main house, my cubby. Okay. Oh, that's good. You got your man cubby, your man cave. Your man cubby. Yeah. Uh, d- just quickly, uh, again, you were about to go. Uh, did you watch Better Call Saul yet? Yes. The newest season. Did, yes. Enjoyable. Yes. yes I enjoyed yes, it. It's yeah. poised. Yeah. Yes. Just we're just covering everything. Uh, just yes. anything else. I've got a fidget spinner in my hand. Um, yeah. Yes, that's become <laughs> a thing since you left and came back. I used to bag these out before I left. Like, what the hell is the point of these? And now I've got one. So, You've I mean, got one. I've got one. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we'll talk to you again soon. We'll maybe get the Good sergeant stuff. next time. And um, yeah, thank you for joining us on uh, the brink. Sensation. All right, it's that part of the show where I press this button. This back in time to flash you back and a bit of a special one for you today we're going to hear from multiple people in this little segment because as you know in the last few weeks we've kind of been going back in time to the year 2007 given this now been 10 years since we started on breakfast radio and back in 2007 we started our lovely little five question segment now long-term listeners of the show would know that we would ask a specific set of five questions to our guests and they became quite well known over the years asked them to Obviously, very notable people. But uh, during 2007, we uh, tested these out on a variety of different people. And you are about to hear in this little grab here from eight different people, none other than Adam Cousins, our very good friend, uh, singer-songwriter from Hobart, Tasmania, who uh, is going on to big and better things, had him uh, multiple times, held the record for a very long time for most appearances 
on the show. I'm actually looking at getting him on again very soon because it's been too long between drinks since we've spoken to Adam. Uh, Rob Valentine, the then mayor of uh, Hobart. John Remus, the then newsreader on Wind Television uh, in Hobart. Uh, one of Australia's best singer-songwriters, Vanessa Amorossi, who uh, at the time was uh, our biggest guest. It was basically a big coup for us to get her on the show when we were just starting off, basically. Uh, and you're going to hear more from Vanessa uh, throughout this episode. Uh, Paul O'Brien, a Tassie boy who was on uh, Home and Away at the time, played, of course, Jack on uh, Home and Away, for those who are long-term fans of the show. Uh, a couple of uh, good friends of the show in Anna and Beck, and you also hear from the then-education minister, then turned out to be, of course, the Premier of Tasmania, and now is the president of the Hobart Chargers Basketball Club. I do, of course, speak of David Bartlett. So you're going to hear from eight different people here in a variety of five questions being answered. So uh, sit back and enjoy 2007, the five-question segment uh, from 10 years ago. I want to debut sort of a newish segment for you now, though. Uh, each week now when we have guests, we've come up with a set of five questions that uh, each guest will have answered, well, that will answer. So uh, if you don't mind... I'd like to ask you these now. Well, now my eyes are starting to open. Uh, okay. <laughs> so your first question, tree. Adam, what is your favourite type of cheese? Ah, uh, quite partial to camembert. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice cheese. We'll have to Actually, I like blue. It's probably blue. my favourite. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, um, well have it smells you... like bad socks. What? <laughs> well, I it doesn't mean, taste like it. <laughs> well, that's good. I suppose if it tastes like bad socks, it probably wouldn't sell. But I mean, while you're in Europe, uh, our cheese of the week this week was Anari. Anari. From Cyprus. Have you ever tried Anari cheese? Uh, no, no. Please no. now. Put that no, on YouTube. No. Yeah, <laughs> um, are you a folder or a scruncher? <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely a, a bit actually. A bit of both. A bit of both? So you sort of a fold uncher or a yeah. shoulder? Or, well, there you go, a bit of both. Um, who's better looking, me or Anthony? Definitely you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> That's one point to me. Uh, are we alone in the universe? Are we in the, no, we're not alone in the universe. Okay, and the final question, what's one event you would like to see at the Hobart 2020 Olympic Games? <sighs> Uh, let me think. That's I thought it was something really wants. inappropriate, but I won't uh, say that. Sam. Um, <laughs> um, the kiddies are listening here. That's oh. right. It's only morning. Tiddlywinks. Tiddlywinks? Yes. yes. Oh, With tiddlywinks. With the frogs. The, oh, the that's a good one. Why hasn't Hokog talked about that? With that gumboot thong and poop? You know, write, write it down, write it down, write it down. Oh, tiddlywinks. 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 <laughs> <laughs> underline, underline, cross, exclamation mark, dot, dot. What is your favourite type of cheese? Oh, I like a really bitey cheese. I, I like, there's, there's some King Island cheeses. I don't know whether I'd split between them, but, you know, they're, um, the, the, the cheddar's some of those beautiful have, vintage cheeses. I just love vintage cheese. Ever tried um, Dubliner cheese? Dubliner? No, uh, no, I don't know that I have. That's our Red cheese. Red Square's nice. Oh, OK. We'd have to put that. We have a segment called Cheese of the Week. We uh, are yeah. different cheese of the week. This week it will be Dubliner. We will get to that soon. Probably support it for a lot of anticipated listeners there. Yeah. Uh, are you a folder or a scruncher? <laughs> of? Of toilet paper. Have you seen oh. that? Oh, I'm a scruncher. I'm a scruncher. A scruncher. Definitely a scruncher. And the, and the toilet paper's got to fall over the front of the roll, not the back. <laughs> oh, okay then. Oh, that's a pet hate of mine. Going into a toilet and finding the toilet roll just falls over the back. Well, there's a random statistic. Fantastic to hear about that. We really need to... What's that? You need to well, ask I prefer, I prefer it um, at the back. So there's a bit of conflict between I sort of like you and it I right front. now. So. Is that right? I like it at the front. It's a lot easier to. It's easier to find for Pete's sake. <laughs> anyway, when you're um, desperate when you're desperate. <laughs> who's, who's better looking, me or Anthony? Oh, a bit of 
bit of a pause there. Oh, 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 Who went up and met you, Mr. Man? I'll have to say Anthony, of course. <laughs> well, <there we> go. <laughs> it's one all. No, no, that is one. that right? Okay. Yeah, well, you got it last got week. Last week. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah. So, okay. Well, I mean, I'm well, that here do. I mean, it's obvious that I'm going to win. But people I mean, saying synchronized swimmer and all that. Give Anthony one point. It's fine. Uh, are we alone in this universe? Are we alone in the universe? I'm not sure that we are. Sure you know, are. there could be other places that could support life. Mm, yeah. so then, well, of course, there's a bigger world out there of Hobart. We do mean the universe, yeah. not Hobart itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, Hobart is a universe. Oh, exactly. right. It's the only um, universe we should really care about. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Well, Tasmania is, oh, is the greater, you know, the, the, the light is sort of... Um, oh, sort, sort of, of the boundaries the, uh, of the... Yeah, that Tasmania is the boundaries. part of the universe yeah, of Tasmania. That's it. And final question, what's one event you would personally like to see at the Hobart 2020 Olympics? One event? Not necessarily an Olympic sport. It can be anything. I think weightlifting, actually. Well, I, I've got to, get... to admire some of those weightlifters. They, well, they are, are magnificent. They are just brilliant the way they can get that stuff up there. And, uh, you know, the clean the clean and jerk is uh, is one to behold. I, I, I never forget the... Who's the guy from South Australia? Australia, Dean Lucan. Mm. Oh, yeah. Doing that. 84 gold oh, I don't know. It was a fair way back. But I, I think it was at my Olympics. You know, yeah. You're probably, yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably crawling around maybe. the kitchen yeah. floor then. Dean and I are great friends. But, yeah. um, you know, it was, uh, it, it's fantastic that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so no, I'd, I'd, I'd go for the, um, the, the, the weightlifting. They are amazing, those those super heavyweight ones they can lift. And the swimming. I love swimming. Oh, yeah. Because you'll put super heavyweight lifters in swimming. We should combine the two. You'd empty the pool, mate. Oh, but it'd be, it'd be a very big challenge for them to maintain both techniques at the same time. Absolutely. Here we go, John. Are you excited? Yep. Are you I ready? Am. I'm, I'm, yep. That's good. <laughs> Sounds very exciting. <laughs> well, question one. What is your favourite type of cheese? Um, strong cheese. Any, anything that's strong with a really strong flavour. Strong flavour? Something abundance. abundance? Have you ever heard of the abon- uh, abundance cheese? We have a segment called Cheese of the Week each week. We You're being silly, eh? No, we're not. So, oh, I can okay. show you the picture right now if you don't believe me. We we have a Cheese of the Week every week where we, we profile a different cheese yeah. because we like to be cheesy. Right. And uh, this week oh, it's yeah, from there's France. There's ab- actually a cheese there. Abundance. <laughs> It really is a cheese. We don't make these things up, see? We, we, we don't lie. So Not like the imaginary watch. <laughs> exactly. <if you laughs> anyway, well, you should try it. It should be on your list, I think. Okay. Maybe when you're up there in a plane, you could sort of have a yep. cheese platter and something. Yep. Anyway, question two. Right. Moving on. Are you a folder or are you a scruncher? <laughs> Mm, no, I'm not going to talk about that. You're not going to talk about <laughs> that? Too personal? Don't want to ask that one? Um, <laughs> depends what sort of mood I'm in. Depends what sort of mood. So you're a bit of a both man. You sort of go yeah. for a bit of both. Yeah. Okay, that's more Depends if I'm in a hurry. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I understand with that one. Um, who's better looking, me or Anthony? <laughs> no prompting, Anthony. You do that every week. That's unfair. That's why you're leading. The mayor said... Who did the mayor say? Everyone said you so far. Yep. So you got to I, it's that. hard to pick you both on a on an equal footing. If you had to choose one, if I had to choose one, come on, don't don't let us don't down. hold back. <laughs> we're both strong no, men here. I'm not into hurting people's feelings. We, we're not hurt. We don't get hurt. <laughs> it's okay, Ben. He chose me. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Next question. All right, then. Are we alone in this universe? No. No. Quick answer. And one last question. Uh, what is one event that you would like to see at the Hobart 2020 Olympics? Now, this doesn't have to be an Olympic sport or a sport in general. I mean, we've had things such as poop lotto and tiddlywinks on the cards here, so it can be anything. Yep. Um, anything you want. Flying. <laughs> um, gee, these are really tough questions. They are. We've had, we've had people crying. Look, we've, had, we've, we've been, been renowned for asking the tough questions that people shy away from, that most other 
people should These are the ones that people want to know, John, so... Uh, stuff. If, if I said something, I'd, I'd probably get into trouble for it, so I won't. So, well, we... No. <laughs> anything else that wouldn't necessarily get you into trouble, or...? Um, um, OK. What's uh, your favourite sport? Let's throw that one up in there. Oh, probably tennis. tennis? Oh, it's not favourite. Tennis, golf? Again, golf? you know, I sound, I sound pretty boring. Don't I don't have oh, a favourite anything. I, 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 flying, if that's a sport, flying. OK, let's have a flying. Yeah, flying golf. Let, let, let's have a, yeah, flying golf. <laughs> that's it, flying golf. <laughs> Standing on the wings of planes trying to, you know. Yeah. That'd be that could work. One. That could work. We'll have, Look we'll at that. We'll, we'll, see, that's, that's what I love about... Um, you know, workshopping ideas with creative people like yourselves. <laughs> uh, we came up with flying golf. Now, who would have thought exactly. that? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, the people at the IOC who listen to our show, we'll have to have a bit of a chat to them. We'll have to call mm. Mr. Rog, you know, Mr. President, His Excellency. We'll give him a bit of a call very soon and put that on the boards. And everyone at HOCOG, you know, the Hobart Organising Committee for the Olympic Games, everyone needs a refreshing. Yep. We'll, um, we'll talk about that. Anyway, we're going to wrap things up right now with a bunch of five questions, and we ask these to our guests each week. One of these we're actually going to have to sort of uh, change a little bit due to the fact that yeah, <laughs> you can't uh, see us. So we'll sort of we'll change it to fit these. So uh, first of all, Vanessa, what is your favourite type of cheese? I have no idea. <laughs> that's, a, that's a different answer. Never heard that one before. That's, that's no idea. We sort of, we're very cheesy in the fact that we have our segment where we uh, like to choose a cheese of the week and everything along these lines. So, uh, next one, Vanessa. Are you a folder or a scruncher? See, this, I've had this question before. Have you? And I'm just stunned that guys actually even pay attention to this stuff. I mean, I don't barely have time to run to the toilet, let alone <laughs> and folding and going, oh, what am I doing in this? Well, <laughs> No, I, I really don't have a clue, but I'm going to start concentrating in that now. Well, um, just pay attention the next time you go, and you can um, just, like, email us same which with one. Cheese. Yeah. I'll do the same thing with cheese. <laughs> next time you have a cheese sandwich, make sure you work out what type of cheese it is. Now, this is the one we're sort of going to have to adapt. You're not in the studio, so we'll have to sort of this. We're going to say, who is better sounding, Anthony or myself? I am Anthony. Better what? Sounding. We usually say who's better sounding. looking. Yeah. Okay. I have no idea. Just say me, Vanessa. It's much easier for you. <laughs> I have no idea. We'll go to the half Come back to that one. <laughs> so we're in the past segment here. Now, are we alone in this universe? No. No. Straightforward answer. <laughs> That's how we like them. And number five, what is one event you would like to see at the Hobart 2020 Olympics? Now, with this one, we like to point out that it doesn't necessarily have to be a sport. We've got such events as Poop Lotto, uh, Tiddlywinks, Watching Paint Dry. These are all sort of events we're trying to push to become Olympic sports. Water aerobics. Water aerobics. I think that would be awesome. That's why. And we could set it to the to music and have and people it can sing go it. forever. Like they, they just could. have to keep going, like for days and days and days. Sort and of a, a stamina. Win. Yeah. And water it could go over the whole two weeks of the Olympics and continue on for the next four <laughs> years. It would, yeah, that's a good idea. Well, anyway, Paul, um, we're going to wrap things up with a set of five questions we ask our guests here on the brink. Now, um, one of them we will have to change slightly, given that we are actually talking to on the phone. Um, so feel free, take your time with them, and hopefully they won't be too hard for you. The first question that we have for you, Paul, is uh, what is your favourite type of cheese? Blue vein cheese. We have a profile each week on a different type of cheese, so maybe we'll uh, do a celebrity profile on a, on Paul O'Brien's favourite type of cheese for you. <laughs> Charles, is it Charlesburg or, or a blue cheese? Charlesburg for like a bagel and a bacon, and the blue cheese with a bit of knocky, maybe. Well, we're learning some stuff now. We can definitely add to that. Hey, hey. Uh, question two: Are you a folder or a scruncher? Uh, I'm a folder. 
a folder. Wow, welcome to the team. That's great to hear. I didn't realise there were scrunchers out there. I think my sister's a scruncher because she really goes to the toilet paper. <laughs> well, I don't know about you. When I was younger, I was actually taught by my parents to fold. They said that's the best way to do it. And I've sort of talked to other people and they've sort of thought that is weird, that my parents have taught me how to use my toilet paper. No, no. They're good parents. They're good parents. <laughs> I'll pass that on to them. Question <laughs> question three. Now, this is one we sort of have to change. Who do you think is better sounding, me or Anthony? You know you're going to say me. Oh, definitely you. Definitely me? Definitely you. No, actually, the phone cut out, so I couldn't quite hear what you said. <laughs> no, that's say me. Say no, he's, he's already he's already gone in, Anthony. Get over it. You're lost. <sighs> question number four. Are we alone in the universe? Are we alone? Mm. Um... Oh, I think if, if we don't think that we're alone, not. Oh, okay. If sense. I think we will take that as making sense. Usually we just get a yes or no answer, so I mean, it's good to get a bit more in-depth. <laughs> in the last yeah. question for you, Paul. Um, here in the brink, we're uh, running a campaign to get the Olympics to Hobart in 2020. Now, we're wanting to run a very different Olympics in the fact that uh, we will have events at these games that are not necessarily classified as normal sports. We've got uh, things such as Poop Lotto and Tiddlywinks on the drawing card. So if you could choose anything to be an event at the Hobart 20 Olympic, 2020 Olympics, what would you choose? Oh, God, that's a good one. I like it. Um, maybe maybe a game where um, it's like a driving range and then you get your sister, preferably a family member, <laughs> can be your brother, and they have to run, they have to dash from one side to the other. Oh, that's brilliant. And you have to try and hit them with the golf. <laughs> Oh, that's brilliant. Or you could say get the cast of Home and Away to line up pot shots at the cast of Neighbours. Yeah, yeah, and you get different amounts of points for different people. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. We have to write that down. It would be a lot. Oh, that would be fantastic. Yeah. I could just imagine all these other dramas and TV shows who have tense rivalry. I mean, could you imagine, you know, Anna Corrin lining up um, um, Tracy uh, Grimshaw? I'd love to have a pot shot. Uh, That'd be fantastic. <laughs> That'd just be magnificent. Yeah. Oh, Paul O'Brien, that's absolutely fantastic idea. Five questions. Okay, hit them. You ready? Yep. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. What's your favourite type of cheese? <sighs> vintage cheddar. Vintage boring. cheddar. It is a bit boring, Annie. Actually, uh, what about vintage, either, either vintage what cheddar about or Philadelphia. Philadelphia's nice. Mm. I'll give you, give you something that's for that. Nice. Are you a folder or a scruncher? A folder. Folder? Why are you a folder? <laughs> I don't I'm know. I've just always, I'm just, I've always done that. We're just, it's, it's, it's what celebrities do. I was told when I was younger that I had to fold and that it was wrong to scrunch because you can get the stuff on your hand. <laughs> That's why I was told what, to the fold. Yeah, yeah, the poo. Okay. No, a lot no, of friends I'm a... of mine are scrunchers and they sort of look at me funny when no, I no, I'm, a, I'm a folder. They sort of think, why should you fold it? It's going down the toilet anyway. I like to be neat. Just fold, so yes. Me. Who's better looking, me or Anthony? Um... Can I? I have to abstain on that one because no, I love you, have you to both. The question. I have to answer it. You have to answer it. Can I? Can I give reasons for both of you? You have to answer <laughs> the question. Um, I I like Anthony because he has a nice smile and he has pretty hair. But then again, I like you too, Ben, because you're funny and you know you're oh, so I'm not sexy. funny now. No, no, you both you both funny, <laughs> no. but I but I appreciate Ben's humour more. Oh, so right. in other words, that's me. You're going for me. Both of you. No, you have but, to give one. You have one of the other. <sighs> in other words, it's me. Oh, she's thinking. <laughs> Who's less likely to have anything Stop with you? Persuading her. Um, Anthony, because his name comes first and then all right, all the alphabet. Right. Anthony, that's fair enough. You're on two. I'm on one. We'll give you a bit of a head start. That's fair enough. Uh, are we alone in this universe? No, I don't believe so because it'd be an awful waste of space. Turn, sir. Yep, yep, yep. That's yep. the 
Probably that's the a very good answer. Cleverest that's, answer that's we've had. That's a very in-depth answer, Anna. Mm. Well done. We should get you in as our... No, uh, point to Anna, please. No, no, Half a point. Yeah, I'll start with the brain trust. Uh, yeah, you got up to two. And, Anthony, we're going to deduct one for you there for persuading Anna into liking you more. I'm sorry. No, so that's, that's just... No, that's being biased, Ben. Plus one. There we go. But you're still, you're still beating me. If I'm being biased, so I'll be Okay. The final question, Anna, is what's one event that you would like to see at the Hobart <laughs> 2020 Olympics? Now, remember, this doesn't have to be a typical sport like boxing or cricket. It can be anything. anything literally, you want. literally anything. Wrestling. So mud, no, no. mud wrestling or KY jelly wrestling? Well, you've got wrestling in the Olympics already. Be cre- oh, but they we- don't have mud wrestling. Ooh, no, wait, chocolate, chocolate, actually, no, chocolate moose wrestling. They've actually just introduced female wrestling into the Olympics. Chocolate, Athens. M- chocolate moose wrestling. But isn't that sexist? No. What, anybody can compete. So the men would and be it, in mud wrestling as yes, well? Yes, anybody can compete as long as you're this, about the same size as your, comp- your opponent and, you know, you just get into a oh, big pit of fun. chocolate moose and you just go, have at it. And you could eat it afterwards. Exactly. So you could win your gold and eat it too. <laughs> Where's the audience? Why aren't you laughing? Hang on, Trevor. I mean, audience. Minus point for Ben. Audience. There we go. Okay, shut up now, audience. I've been sweating about these all week. You've yes, been I have. Oh, the questions? Where are the questions? Yeah. But this week we finally have them for you back, so no, 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 Number one, what's your favourite type of cheese? My favourite type of cheese? Oh, gosh, I don't really like cheese. That's really? blasphemy. You can't say that on this show. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I can't. If you had to eat one, um, if you had to. That stuff with the mould in it. That's, that's nice. Stuff with the mould in it. <laughs> um, blue vein? What's it called? Yes, that's it. Blue vein. Blue. And the, the fruit cheese. That's nice. Fruit cheese? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's very nice. Um, are you a folder or a scruncher? Oh, what? A folder or a scruncher? <laughs> and you go to the toilet, you know, the toilet paper. Ah, oh. I'm a... Are you with it? Yes, I'm with it. I'm a scruncher. You're a scruncher? Really? Why does anybody want to know this? Well, because... Next question. Seriously. Because they've got interest back. I know yes, there's a lot of people out there who are wanting to know are you a follower or a scruncher. I mean, come on. It, that's just creepy. This is a question that I absolutely 100% know the guarantee of the answer here. Oh, OK. So I might have to... Who's better looking, me or Anthony? Anthony. Oh, jeez. What a surprise. <laughs> so, again, three to one to Anthony. But, again, we'll give him a bit of a, a, bit of a oh, head start. You're still hot, Ben. Uh, are you... Uh, oh, it is a bit hot in here, actually. Can you turn the heat <laughs> off? <on? laughs> are we alone in this universe? Um... Um, um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I think we might be, but we might not be. That's a very in-depth answer. That doesn't answer the question. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Simply yes I don't no think we are. Done. You don't think we are? No. So that's, a, that's a no? I think there is other life out there. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's not as attractive as us three in here, but... Yeah. So you're pushing the boundaries now, Ben. Yeah, but I you're know. right. But you're pushing the boundaries. <laughs> I'm damn right. Final question. What's one event you would like to see at the Hobart 2020 Olympics? Now, remember, this doesn't necessarily have to be a sport that already is at the Olympics or just a, a generalised sport. Like, I mean, we've had poop lotto, uh, watching grass grow. There's some examples um, there. Tiddlywinks. There's something on a TV show I saw. Can I mention the name of that TV show? Uh, yeah, why not? Big Brother. They had the... Um, <laughs> Everyone's favourite. Ages ago, that... Um, what was it called? Thong ball or something? Were they thong like, ball. Yeah, oh, that one, yeah. yeah. Thongs I'm a bit... and they're hitting the balls with that. That, now, looks, hang on a that minute. looked fun. Can, can I clarify the word thong? Is this Australian thong, thong or American thong? Australian thong, thong as thong. in flip-flop. Okay, thank you very much, yes. Not... And it was thong ball. Yes. So it involved thongs and balls? Yeah. Like, it's like, well, it's clearly, like... Ben, I'm, just I'm, like so, I'm so hoping, I'm so hoping they're Americans not listening like... to this show right now because they would have got completely the wrong idea there. Beck. Yeah, sort of like volleyball, like you're hitting the... 
um, it sounds interesting. With, with thongs. And just take your time with them. Okay. If you need to think, it's it's fine. We know. I feel the pressure it. mounting. It is. <laughs> it is very good. Okay. First question. What is your favourite type of cheese? Ah, oh, my favourite type of cheese would be uh, Blue Costello. Blue Costello? Which is sort of a soft white cheese with blue in it, you know, the mould bit, but it's very is, rich is, and creamy. Is that a new offering from Pico, from Peter Costello? <laughs> no. I think we might have to do We have a Cheese of the Week segment. Right, well, Blue Costello. And we'll have to do that one week. Uh, question Mate, that th- might sound a little unlabour, actually. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I should have gone oh, something like Cheddar. Oh. Cheddar would have been a bit more labour cream, yes, wouldn't there's it? there's a bit of controversy <laughs> brewing. Front page of the Mercury tomorrow. <laughs> Are you a fan? Older or a scruncher? Uh, definitely a scruncher. Absolutely no doubt about it. Absolutely Scrunching no is the it. only way to go. I'm a bit disappointed yeah, now. So am I, actually. Uh, no, you're losing respect in oh. <laughs> Who's uh, This one could save you now. Who's, Did I ever have any? <laughs> well, Was there anywhere to go with The that? audience like you're pretty uh, quiet at the uh, moment. This one could save you bacon, though. Who's better looking, me or Anthony? Oh. Who's going to be your Minister <laughs> for Education one day? Well, look... Um, on the scale of good looking, uh, <laughs> let me say you both rate um, well. Look, um, let's say let's say this. Uh, I'd only heard you before your voices, and let's just say that you're a lot more attractive in person than your voices uh, might make out. Great answer. <laughs> if they were going to have an answer like that, absolutely brilliant answer. Thank we you. usually get sort of avoiding answers. You know that duck looks more attractive, or oh, I don't know, or some people say me straight away. Yeah. But no, they said me more than you. Anyway, number four. I are we alone in this universe? Uh, are we alone in this universe? Yes. Yes, we are. Ooh. No, actually, I, no. my answer here actually is uh, to quote Carl Sagan, who said, either we're alone in the universe or we're not. And both uh, concepts are incredibly amazing. Wow. See, oh, wow. This is great. That's quite in-depth. That's the second most in-depth... Who, who gave it? Uh, we had a very in-depth one once, but we won't go into that. It was a bit controversial. What that person did. <laughs> and uh, number five, what's one event you would like to see at the Hobart 2020 Olympics? Now, this doesn't have to be your average sport. We've had things like tiddlywinks and uh, poop lotto, and Paul O'Brien from Home and Away even suggested golf driving range where he takes pot shots at cars of neighbours. Mm. So mm. you could do the same with the Liberal Party or something. No, well, I was thinking, um, you know, because I'm so warmly enamoured and loved by the Australian Education Union executive at the moment, <laughs> I thinking... Maybe something involving the AEU executive, I don't oh. know. Uh, <laughs> like an exam or something. Yeah, well, that wouldn't be bad, actually. <laughs> yes. Gene yes, or that's something. That's the kindest thing I can think of. That would be good, like a big massive exam that way, or the um, the smart kids. I won't call them any names out there because, you know, they're probably listening. That They could actually have a chance at, you know, sporting glory. And they won't have to feel so out of place. <laughs> Brings back a lot of memories, of course. And um, I really don't like listening to myself from all those years ago. It's, it's kind of weird. But, uh, hey, uh, you can hopefully tell a difference. And if not, then uh, maybe I need to work on that voice a little bit more. Well, as I'm sure you've enjoyed over the uh, last uh, six or seven weeks uh, journeys travelling around the US and Canada and a variety of different people that we've heard from along the way. Sadly, I speak to you in recording this part, at least, uh, back home in Hobart, Tasmania. It was a lot of fun, of course, and sadly, you've always got to come home and uh, get back into the real world, uh, at least the real world that exists at the moment. You already heard in this episode the introduction from the 4th of July fireworks, which turned out to be quite incredible. Uh, easily the best fireworks that I've ever seen in person, and uh, they certainly know how to uh, put on a show there. But uh, it's, been a, it's been a fun time, and I hope that you've enjoyed listening to all the people that we've had across the way. And uh, some of the people we'd obviously like to get on a little bit more regularly, and we might, 
we might work that out. We'll see how that plans along uh, in the coming weeks. And, of course, you're excited to see all the footage and everything else that goes along with it. The Brink Unleashed 7, that was uh, filmed along the way. So you will, of course, get to see all the uh, the visuals of everything that you heard about in the last few weeks uh, coming very soon. That will be edited and released in the, uh, the m- next month or so. I, I, would, I would hedge a bet that that would be the case. Might be a little bit sooner. It all depends on how it... Uh, all goes down but uh, it's definitely um, been a quick trip in terms of feeling that way I mean obviously you know six seven weeks isn't quick but uh, given the fact that yeah as I said we're here we're kind of um, getting back into the swing of things and uh, it certainly now just has that kind of feeling like oh did I even go away in in, in the first place as anybody I'm sure who's traveled a lot would uh, would realize but the, the good thing of course about being back though uh, for our long-term listeners is that all our regulars that we are uh, often get on the show should be returning we're talking colin we're talking nick dakota paul josh uh you obviously heard from sam um and just anybody else that we can fit in along the way so with uh you know things coming to an end then there's obviously you know the other positives that uh, come along with it as i said hopefully maybe some new people to go along the way and uh still bringing you a uh, a lot of uh fun with everything as well that we hope to maybe even some bonus episodes here and there we might feel generous who knows how we will uh, play it along and if there's any suggestions of course that you the listeners want us to uh, go along with perhaps there's a classic uh, bit from our history that you've not heard from in a while or uh, one of our interviews you'd like to hear from again let us know we can uh, strive to uh, put it out there but uh, next trip who knows when it will be hopefully around the corner I mean I can say that now but uh, obviously the realistic part of that at the moment um, probably not but hopefully fingers crossed but, uh, yeah, keep an eye out for the Brink Only 7. You know we're going to tease it a lot on this and uh, obviously on our Facebook page too. But it's definitely been an enjoyable time bringing you all the content that we have from North America over the last six and seven weeks. <laughs> time to bring a segment back that we haven't done in quite some time. Obviously, we've had uh, some other content to bring you. But uh, I do, of course, speak of classic interview. Now, uh, you heard me tease a little bit in our flashback segment about Vanessa Amorossi. I'm going to go back to 2007 and bring you what was probably our first ever big interview interview that we had on the show. Our first, I guess, well-known person uh, to ever appear. And of course, is Vanessa Amorossi, very well-known singer-songwriter in Australia. Uh, She's performed at the Olympics, the Commonwealth Games. Uh, She has one of the most amazing, powerful voices in this country. And sadly, uh, really has not been heard from in quite some time, actually. I think she had a falling out with a record company and is now kind of, I think, off in America trying to do something different. But uh, hopefully she'll be heard from soon. We had her on the show, actually, three times over the course of the years. One of the times in studio. It It was a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah, this is our very first big-name interview, 2007. It's Amorosa. You can hear from Anthony and myself interviewing it. And uh, you heard me say that I cringe at uh, the sound of my voice from 10 years ago. I cringe at listening to this interview uh, because, yeah, again, I like to think I've improved a little bit over the years. Who knows? But uh, let's let's listen to Anthony and myself interviewing Vanessa Amorosi back in 2007. Well, joining us now here on The Brink is a multi-ARIA-nominated and centenary medal winner. She rose to fame six years ago with her multi-selling album, The Power, which spawned such hits as Absolutely Everybody, Shine and The Power. She has been away from our speakers for a while, but she is back with her fantastic new single, Kiss Your Mama. Please welcome to The Brink, Vanessa Amorosi. Vanessa, thank you very much for joining us. Hello. Fantastic to have you on board. Now, as I sort of mentioned, you've been away for a fair bit, but you have been busy working on some new tracks. Now, you've been over in Los Angeles uh, working at Resonate Studio, which has, of course, uh, spawned, had recordings from such artists as Green Day, Christina Aguilera, and U2. And you've also been working with some uh, very 
very special writers, including Grammy Award winner Chris Lloyd Algie. Now, what is it like working in such a fantastic studio as well as working with such uh, amazing award-winning talent there? Scary, but inspiring. <laughs> and it's certainly... Sort of sum it up. I mean, it's always sort of um, daunting to walk into these studios that have had such amazing artists in there themselves and to hope that you actually can step up to that. But, I mean, really inspiring. It's great if you can pull it off. Does it make you write better material and sort of make you more inspired, or is it sort of more pressure on your shoulders there knowing what sort of big international artists have uh, walked through those halls? Um, it's more pressure, but it, with pressure I focus a lot better. So it, it's, a, it's a good thing for me. I sort of can rise above the stress of that. Well, yeah. it's, if it works better for you, I suppose, more power to you. Kiss Your Mama came about. <laughs> well, that, um, I was actually doing quite a lot of writing sessions over there, which is, you know, another hard experience because you've got to be able to connect with the person that you've just met in five minutes to be able to open up and, uh, and write music. And I speak very truthful in my lyric department, so that's... Uh, how Kiss Your Mama sort of came about. I wanted to write a song saying, you know, guys, respect your parents and I'll respect you. Well, I think we should definitely, both Anthony and I really do need to take that message on board a lot more. <laughs> now, um, with Kiss Your Mama, the film clip looks absolutely amazing, and as do you in it, Vanessa. Now, is this sort of a look that has been wanting to burst out of the scenes since, you know, your first album, or is this just the real Vanessa and it's just what, you know, you see every day in it? This is, this is the real me. I mean, I did the power album when I was around 13, 14, so... I ended up doing a lot of shows and touring with that for so many years, but as a person I was I was developing, changing, I was experiencing life differently. So this is sort of the natural step for me. Um, and, and the book was something that was, you know, always sort of coming about as well. Well, it certainly does go very well out there on camera. Now, one thing that I've actually also noticed that in some of the publicity shots, you've got sort of a tattoo on your arm. Now, is that is that a real tattoo or is it sort of one <laughs> just for the cameras? And if it's real, what is the tattoo of? It's a, an American Indian Navajo tribe, and it's actually what they do every year. They do this celebrational thing, and they paint these drawings in the actual sand. So it's one of their drawings that is meant to sort of... Um, protect and bring happiness over their tribe. And has that worked for you at all, Vanessa, with that that on you, or...? Um, yeah, it actually has. Well, that's I mean, I've had, great. I mean, with what's happening right now, I've got a lot of support and a lot of people are behind me, and it's so positive. I mean, I reckon it is. Speaking of a whole lot of support behind you and everyone just loving what you've come up with, um, with Kissing Mama, for example, is there anyone that you'd like to do a duet with at all? That you've ever, you've ever, you're like an idol that you're thinking of, or...? Oh, I have a number of them. <laughs> Anyone in particular that if, you know, you got the sort of opportunity they said to you, right, Vanessa, you have the opportunity to record a duet with anyone you desire, who would be your number one pick? Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell, the yeah. guy who sang uh, You Know My Name from the Casino Royale movie recently. Yeah, well, I'd love to do something on his solo album. Uh, he has, I think he's had three solo albums now. Oh, okay. And it's just so different to also, you know, the audio slave vibe and... Um, yeah, I would love to work with him. Well, you never know, Vanessa. You might actually get to sing the next theme song for the next James Bond movie. You can put that on your list. For the I would thing. love that. Do a duet with me. <laughs> <laughs> we can sort of certainly build out some tunes here and lose a few listeners in the process with that. <laughs> now, um, obviously, in your career, you've uh, performed at such events as the uh, Sydney Olympic closing ceremony, as well as you've, the AFL and NRL Grand Finals and the Commonwealth Games closing ceremony in Manchester. Among those things, what has been the highlight of your career so far? It's a hard one. I've done some pretty amazing things, like I've had some great shows and I, I love intimate crowds as well as the big stuff. Um, there's been a lot of turning points in my life, which is 
just hard to narrow down which one's been the most special because it all meant something in, in their own ways. Absolutely, and I suppose Anthony and I, speaking from uh, our radio career, we can <laughs> we can we can associate with that. We'll just go along with it and all there. So, being that you're 26 now, you just turned 26 last week. Happy so. birthday for last week, Vanessa. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, you were 19 when you did the Olympic ceremony back in 2009? I think so. <laughs> because I have no your, idea. Your voice would have to be one of the most powerful voices I've ever heard, and actual voices that can keep in tune. Oh, thank you. Um, so <laughs> I worked hard at it. I worked hard to stay in tune. So when did you actually release... How old were you when you released your very, very first like single or album? Um, I don't know whether I had my licence. I, um, I think I was just... Uh, I was still at school, so I, I reckon the end of year 12, so, I don't know, 17? And is that something you went 16, to school? 16, 17? Is that something you bragged to your mates about at school? You know, oh, I just finished recording a single, or...? Actually, no. You know what, I, I was... Because I, I signed so young and I was writing the album, the whole school was already... It sort of already got out because my mum sort of mentioned <laughs> something. And everyone was like, oh, so you're going to be a singer, are you? <laughs> and then when the release was actually meant to happen... Um, it never did happen. Oh. Running behind, I was running a year behind. So all the kids were like, "Oh, really? We're to have a CD. You're a bit late." <laughs> so it's and then like, by the time I ended up releasing, it was like, "Oh, yeah, stuff you people." Oh, you went like, "Oh, okay." And you're rubbing in their face like, "Nah, nah, 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 nah." <laughs> well, by that stage, I was working my butt off, so yeah. and I was trying to pass year twelve as well. So it was a bit of a hard time. But yeah, no one was really like, "Wow, things are changing." Sort of not on the front page of your school newsletter or something. <laughs> no, you know? no, not at all, actually. But you know, the funny thing is, all of my sisters had to go to the same school, and apparently there was this picture of me in the office, like a success story, and I was a nightmare of a child. Oh, great. <laughs> like, please, everybody be like this girl. It's like, oh, Jesus, I'm I don't sure, really want that. I'm sure the time when Mark Munro knocks on your door with the This Is Your Life book, you'll certainly <laughs> find a bit more about your childhood there. More of that interview coming up very soon, but right now here's some Pete Murray with See the Sun here in the Brink, 0427 334 for your chance to win a double pass to see Nicholas Cage's latest blockbuster next. It's quarter to eight. Now, Vanessa, I remember a few years back uh, when you actually, I think it might have been your last tour, you came down to Hobart and then uh, a friend of mine went and saw you in concert. It was fantastic. Now, um, it was you were talking about the intimate, and it was a very intimate performance, that one. There was um, the people, we got very close with the stage, and a few of us even got up on stage and danced with you that, um, on the stage. It was a fantastic experience. Is that the sort of concerts that you, you sort of mentioned you like doing the intimate ones where, you know, you can get involved with the crowd, if you know what I mean? I love it. Yeah, and I'll be continuing to do that. I mean, I, I love it when people are into it to the point where they, they just want to be a part of it. And sometimes being in the audience, just even right near that stage, it's so different when you step on that stage. And it's I, I reckon it's, you know, when you bring them up to the stage, they go, oh, oh, my God, this is just so different. This is, you know, we thought we were involved before, and now we're really involved. I think it's... I think it's an awesome thing. I'm going to continue to do that in shows. It's, well, that's, it was a great experience. And I know, for instance, I mean, a lot of us were talking about it the few, next few days after that. And I said, oh, you got up on stage of Vanessa and Rossi. Oh, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> now, um, you, uh, of course, will be touring in a few months, I believe. Are you going to be returning to our great city down here in Hobart? Um, not straight away, but I will be. Oh, that's cool. So, I mean, my main focus is getting on the road, and, and I love doing shows and stuff. So, yeah, I'll be there for sure. Oh, we look forward um, to it a great deal. So, would that be like in the next uh, year or so? Or? No, not that long. No, <laughs> okay. you can't contain me that next long. week or so? <laughs> um, I reckon in the next two months, we'll start with Jimmy Barnes. Oh, wow. Oh, that's right. You do too. And then after that, I would say 
Nine, no longer than four months, I would say. Well, hopefully, when you get down here, we might even be able to get you in the studios. That hopefully, that would be beautiful. That'd be awesome. It'd be absolutely amazing. Now, um, Vanessa, with um, the album that's coming out there, it's called uh, Somewhere in the Real World. Um, is it sort of we're going to hear a lot more rock soul songs, such as Kiss Your Mama? Or will there be any sort of absolutely everybody style songs in there, or are we going towards a new sound with it? Um, it's going to be more rock soul orientated, but. It is quite a different album to what's out there at the moment. It's very groove orientated, a lot of drum and bass sort of vibe. There's the pop element, but in the most bizarre way. Right. So I'm just trying to make an album where the songs, um, you know, are speaking about stuff and just, just different, just different to what you would normally expect or hear off um, an artist that's had a pop record. And I think that's something that is a lot... I mean, so many artists now releasing the sort of pop-style songs, what I suppose you consider pop these days. I mean, in my opinion, a lot of them do sound very similar, and I think that it is important that um, the lyrics speak for the person not only singing them, but, I mean, that people can actually relate to them, and they can actually turn around and choose a song off an album and say, you know, this song is about me, or I can relate to that or something like that. I mean, is that something you strive for as well? Big time. I, I would write 50 songs to get one out of it for this album. That's why it's taken such a long time because I've been so critical of my own work to make sure that I'm actually releasing stuff that I want to sing and it's going to work on a stage as well as work on a radio. So it's, it, you know, it takes a lot of time and I also, this album will be so different to what is out there at the moment. Well, that's good and I think we we need to hear a lot more different stuff it's, out there. It's really good to hear, like, the, the full, the proper, the, like, now the new, brand new, real Vanessa Morossi stamp getting out there. Now, one thing also that you've done in the last uh, few years since you uh, well, sort of been working on the new album is uh, when you worked on Starstruck. Now, I, I knew Anthony and I used to absolutely love that show. We <laughs> we watched watched it. It and of course, you've got all these shows now, the reality shows, where you've got the judging panels, you know, obviously Australian Idol is a classic example. And they, they always seem to have your sort of meaner judge who is very honest. Now, I'm not comparing you to your Dicko or your Carl Sandlands, but I mean, on that show, you were sort of that style of judge, but you did it in a very fair way. You were very honest with the performers. I mean, obviously, that's what you strive for when you worked on Starstruck? Well, I was actually working in Natter Studios a lot, so I was living a dungeon life. <laughs> I actually wanted to do that so I could sort of step out into the other side of the music industry. And me personally, I, I actually found it very hard to not be too musically critical because I don't think many people... Like I would say, you know, the fifth chord in that E minor that you just did, <laughs> you know, and I'd totally lose people. So it was actually a real challenge for me to be able to word it in a way that would make sense. If and that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I suppose they really empathetic in the sense that they were trying, aspiring singers, like trying to make their bit, and I suppose you knew what exactly what they felt like with the harsh criticism and all that sort of stuff then? Yeah, well, I just, I just think that, you know, criticism's great if it goes mm. in a way that can be positive and that you can actually fix. It's no just saying you're doomed and you're hopeless and it's never going to work. <laughs> you've got to give somebody another door to go through because, you know, nothing is right or wrong in the music industry, so... Exactly. I mean, there's all different sounds and people like different exactly. clubs, I suppose, of that. Now, um, Vanessa, before we wrap things up with a few set of questions that we ask our guests, of course, I'm not sure if you're aware, big thing down here in Hobart is the fact that Anthony and I are the uh, well, the president and vice president of HOCOG, the Hobart Organising Committee for the Olympic Games. <laughs> we're uh, to make believe. Well, no, it's not, Anthony. It's, it's completely real. Uh, we're, of course, we originally were going to go for the 2016 Games, but we've pushed it back to 2020 so we can make these games perfect. Now, it seems as you were so 
brilliant in 2000, we would like to extend this opportunity to invite you to be the number one performing artist at these opening ceremony and closing ceremony. You can do the Paralympics as well. Hell, you can do everything. <laughs> Want to do it? Awesome. We will even introduce an event. Just let me know when it gets to 2012. Exactly. <laughs> we will even introduce an event for you in 2020 where there'll be a gold medal. <laughs> so there'll be a singing-style competition where, you know, you can walk away as an Olympic gold medalist, Vanessa, and you can put that awesome. on your CV. Anyway, we're going to wrap things up right now with a bunch of five questions, and we ask these to our guests each week. One of these we're actually going to have to sort of uh, change a little bit due to the fact that, yeah... <laughs> you won't uh, see us. So we'll sort of we'll change it to fit these. So uh, first of all, Vanessa, what is your favourite type of cheese? I have no idea. <laughs> that's, a, that's a different answer. Never heard that one before. That's, that's no idea. We sort of, we're very cheesy in the fact that we have our segment where we uh, like to choose a cheese of the week and everything along these lines. So, uh, next one, Vanessa. Are you a folder or a scruncher? See, this, I've had this question before. Have you? And I'm just stunned that guys actually even pay attention to this stuff. I mean, I don't barely have time to run to the toilet, let alone <laughs> and folding and going, oh, what am I doing in this? Well, <laughs> No, I, I really don't have a clue, but I'm going to start concentrating in that now. Well, um, just pay attention the next time you go, and you can um, just, like, email us same which with one. Cheese. Yeah. I'll do the same thing with cheese. <laughs> next time you have a cheese sandwich, make sure you work out what type of cheese it is. Now, this is the one we're sort of going to have to adapt. You're not in the studio, so we'll have to sort of this. We're going to say, who is better sounding, Anthony or myself? I am Anthony. Better what? Sounding. We usually say who's better sounding. looking. Yeah. Okay. I have no idea. Just say me, so it's much easier for you. <laughs> I have no idea. We'll go to the Come back to that one. <laughs> so we're going to the past segment here. Now, are we alone in this universe? No. No. Straightforward answer. <laughs> That's how we like them. And number five, what is one event you would like to see at the Hobart 2020 Olympics? Now, with this one, we like to point out that it doesn't necessarily have to be a sport. We've got such events as poop lotto, uh, tiddlywinks, watching paint dry. These are all sort of events we're trying to push to become Olympic sports. Water aerobics. Water aerobics. I reckon that would be awesome. That's why. And we could set it to the to music and have and people it can sing go it. Like they, they could. just have to keep going, like for days and days and days. Sort and of then a, a stamina. Yeah. And it club. could go over the whole two weeks of the Olympics and continue on for the next four <laughs> years. It would, yeah, that's a good idea. Well, I think that works out fantastic and a great way to wrap things up now. The single Kiss Your Mama is being played throughout the airways and will be released in September and the album Somewhere in the Real World is being released in October. Vanessa Amorosi, thank you very much for joining us and thank good luck with everything. Thank you. Thanks. All right, my favourite part of the show. You know what I'm about to press. That time of the week to play everybody's favourite game show. It's Forget the lyrics here on the Brink on Edge Radio over to the studio. Ah, oh, forget the lyrics. Makes your day better, doesn't it? Doesn't it? As soon as you hear that introduction, it just makes you smile. Makes you so happy to hear it. I'm gonna play two for you today, just because we're greedy and we want to. First one's only a short one, so let's go back to 2010. Uh, and this was the very first attempt. Now, you've heard us talk a lot about on this show about how there's generally regular people who do this segment, and every now and then we've roped in a few different people to kind of uh, do it. Two of those people were our co-hosts in 2010, Matt Stevenson and, and of course, Anthony. Uh, this is their very, very first attempt at doing Forget the Lyrics. Now, I do believe Matt never did it again after this. This was his only ever attempt at doing it. Anthony, of course, tried a couple of times and for varying uh, different uh, results. But uh, this is to the hit Aqua song, Barbie Girl, 2010. Matt and Anthony, it's very short. Let's uh, let's hear this. Hi, passenger. 
Hi, Smoke. Want to go for a ride? Sure, Smoke. Jump in. I'm a passenger girl on a train in the northern sub. Oh, oh. You can ride my train every single time. <laughs> Metro Technical. Oh, what? Northern I missed sub- the bus oh. today. Northern suburb trains are so in a trainy world. It's fantastic. You can ride your train and ride it everywhere. Imagination. <laughs> I'm a, a big rail ride train. I'm doing it every single day. Well, I'm going um, that. You're my train passenger. I like you on my train. Kiss me to get your fare for free. I'll do that every day and ride it every day. <laughs> well done! Go! I'm a passenger in a passenger world. Life is fast now. It's fantastic. You can do something else and 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 get off every station. Well. It's so great now. Northern Suburbs Railway Station. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, yeah. Comes from Granton. Come on. Right, 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 yeah. We're all up the putt now. Yeah, there's reasons why I think Matt never did it again. But even though I think he probably outshone Anthony in that section, which, let's be honest, isn't really that hard. Uh, let's go back to 2012, though, and hear a better one. I like to think it's a better one, not just because I'm in it, but, ah, uh, fuck it. It's because I'm in it. Uh, this is Behind Blue Eyes, uh, the Limp Biscuit version. And uh, Sam and myself uh, sang about this... Um, I don't even want to tease you what it's about. I just want you to hear it. This one, uh, a little bit more entertaining. Let's let's check this one out. Sam and myself, Behind Blue Eyes, back in 2010. <coughs> mm. Oh, hello, Mel. Oh, hello, Cushy. Ha-ha, 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 Snortle, snortle. Ha-ha, ha-ha. Waking up on the morning is pretty hard now. Gotta watch something. Turn on sunrise. Oh, look, there's a bald man and a blonde woman. They look pretty happy. Making me wake up. When I watch, I think... What am I watching? They're too happy in the morning for me. Is his head really bald all the time? And does she always be so smiley and happy? Maybe I should switch the channel and watch some Today Show. Because Carl Stefanovic won a gold Logie. It's time for Ben to stop singing about Sunrise and go to Sam. It's over to you now, Sam. Weekend sunrise 
is even worse because hosting the show is Andrew O'Keefe. <laughs> he is a really terrible host, primarily because he smells like beef. <laughs> Sunrise. S N U R I S E. Sunrise. S U N R I S E. Sunrise. Andrew O'Keefe. B. S U N. R I S E B. <laughs> Weekend sunrise is terrible. It is no comparison to weekday sunrise. Weekend sunrise is really early. It starts at seven. A.M. in the morning I can't remember the other host that is on there She looks like a bear In a dress Yep, that just happened again as well So (laughs) your ears have been... Uh, relaxed and entertained today. That's the uh, the best way I can put it. And uh, that's why you listen to the show, let's be honest. Time to close it all out. Our 33rd episode is done and dusted and back in the country. You can tell I'm very, very excited about that. We'll be back next week, of course, as always, for episode 34. A lot of our regulars should be returning, so get excited for that with other content. Can I just point out, though, uh, before I close this out, um, just as usual places for you to download it, of course, uh, iTunes, easiest way, leave us feedback rate us while you're there like us on facebook twitter you know the general gist of it but i just want to point out this is been this has been my seventh hundredth seven hundredth episode of the brink somehow i can't even speak properly um just wanted to point that out because um yeah i don't know why i just kind of noticed that when uh, noting this episode so you've had to put up with me for 700 episodes of the brink over the years and um, it's been a pleasure. And hopefully we can maybe fit in another 700 more podcasts over the years. Who knows where life will take you. But uh, to close it out, I thought uh, we'd go back to 2007. I thought we might do this over the next couple of weeks just to kind of give you a bit of a recap of our history as well. Uh, as you've probably heard a couple of times we've done in the past, every year on our best of, we produce a little thing called In The Mix. So we basically get a, a lot of highlights from the year, put into some music, and then we entertain you. So given that as we keep teasing you, it's been 10 years since we're on Breakfast Radio, the very first one we ever did was called 2007 in the mix we're going to play this for you now to close out the show with but before i press play on this can i just first of all say thank you for listening to the brink we'll be back next week for episode 34 until then keep sucking those oranges hobart and a good night we don't want to change it to the brink breakfast brink we call it brink's fat friday we can add all these little turnings and make it sound a bit more you know brinkalicious yeah a lot on there but um well, it's, it's, it's sort of a, you know, we're going to wake people up. 
That's the thing. Morning! <laughs> Anthony's here too, and I'm here too, and Trevor's here somewhere, and Bruce is... Bruce is out the back, so we can't find him. Our, our station mascot is Bruce the gorilla. He, oh, he's a gorilla? Um, yes, he. Tra- Anthony picked him up in Africa recently. I adopted you know, him. Oh, did you? He sort of uh, didn't follow the... Re- Got him through customs, all right. <laughs> there was rumours going around in the press this week that I was keen to make a big announcement this week. A lot of people yes. speculating that I was going to be making a return to synchronised swimming. Um, a lot of people were thinking that um, I'd been confirmed as a Socceroos coach because I applied for that last year. I haven't heard back from the Muscles crew. Thank you, audience. We haven't introduced you. You're so good this morning. That was there such a can. funny Oh, hello, audience. Five points back to me for human. We're back to zero points each. I like that. that Since when have we been able to recuperate? I don't know. That makes sense. Huh? That's all right. Don't. Speak speak normal. I can't understand you, Anthony. What is 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 happening over it's like, there it's right like now? It's like we're a spirit coming from... Um, yes. The past. <laughs> that didn't. Hang on, hang on. Yes. Yes. I'll disagree with you. I'm too. I can't think. I just found that funny last week. I'm just like, what's last? This Chinese week? five spice. Chinese five spice. Why five? Why not ten? That's what it's called. Five. It's the name. That's it, nice. It's actually one spice, but it tastes like five different spices. I can really taste the China in it. It really uh, makes me think Truly. of the Great Wall. You know, a lot of rabbits in China. Brinktober is officially over, but unofficially we will be carrying it on for the rest of the year and probably the rest of our lives. Um, spreading the word of the Olympic Games in 2020. What are you ready for? For you. Anthony? Oh, Anthony, hello. How are you? Can't do it on air, though. As in, like, what? What are you saying, Ben? Get I up. have no Get your mind idea. out of the gutter. I have no idea. I have really no idea. Anthony, that didn't work. Oh, I was trying to play something funny there. Let's try that again, shall we? Let's try it one more time. Anthony. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> horse, you can play music now. Settle down. Can you like put the horse on a leash because he's the, like trying the, to play the, music. I've trained him. Um, one of the things that um, <laughs> that it, uh, did was beatbox training. Back oh, okay. at Horsey Academy. Horsey ben. Academy, we like breaking down. Anyway, efficient. How are you? Efficient. How are you? Efficient. You are nice and efficiently in the studio. Efficient. You can speak. In- oh, okay. Oh, cut you off there. Sorry. All the kids are like, oh really? We went to the CD. <laughs> so it's and then like, by the time I ended up releasing, it was like, oh. Yeah, stuff you people. Oh, you went like, oh, okay. And you rub it in their face like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Is... By that stage, I was working my butt off, so. Yeah. And I was trying to pass you 12 as well, so it was a bit of a hard time. But yeah, no one was really like, wow, things are changing. Reality TV, folks, is not reality TV ever. <laughs> and it's so oh, be and, and the way they edit things and nothing's real. <laughs> so at the end of it, uh, when you actually got the girl, what happened in that sense? What happened? Um, well, we were supposed to go on holiday. It was like with her parents as well. And I kind of went, oh, I don't know why I went on holiday with parents. But the, the real reason was um, I didn't have money to go on a holiday. <laughs> so I wanted holiday, but you need spending money when you go on a holiday. I was a struggling actor that was spruiking outside the front of mine, so <laughs> I was kind of buggered. What annoys you, Ben? A lot of things annoy me. You annoy me. But um, that, uh, the fact that there's so many people claiming that I should be annoyed at that graffiti, I take compliment to it. I'm allowed. I like. I like criticism. That's why we have a section on the show called Complaints Desk. And answer me or something. <laughs> That's right, Ben. You're right. <laughs> well, I could have told you that. Oh, oh, Ben, just call me Santa. I don't care what you call me. Just don't call me late for dinner. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, Santa, I get the joke. Isn't it amazing? 
It really is. And I really sound like a, a broken down cow, Anthony. You do today because you just you just like going around and around and around. It's not a show bat. It's not a show that show. Hence the name show bat. And you know what I think would work well for drinking? We're a radio show. We yes, should have a show right. bat. And we can have it on the edge of our studio. <laughs> Get it? Get it? No, I'm not laughing. And uh, until next week, Hobart, please keep sucking on those oranges. Keep sucking those oranges. Keep sucking those oranges, Hobart. Keep sucking those oranges. Keep sucking those oranges. And good night.